now entering a very sacred space. This is the Ascension, the Lift of God universe, the realest podcast in the galaxy. This is a new dimension where time shifts and boundaries end. And with that being said, all views, opinions, and statements uttered on this platform are the sole property of their speaker and do not represent the views of any related outside organization, entity, or party. Every man or woman in this universe speaks for his or herself, as it should be. Enjoy. This is the Ascension Podcast, episode 99. Hmm. Wednesday, September 13th, midnight, 54 minutes, in the year of our Lord, 2023. Peace. Peace, man. Islam. Assalamu alaikum. Islam. All that. I feel clear, bro. I feel really. You feel it, bro. That was the first thing I noticed is how clear it feels right now. What we had to do to clear this energy beforehand was absolutely necessary. You can see it. Yeah. It feels like there's life in here. It doesn't feel like we're uh, being haunted. Man, I feel it's light. It's light. No, it's, it's completely different energy, bro. It's, long. it's not damp. It's, uh, it's clear. And that attack was real. It was to the point where I was looking at that attack and it was spooky. Like I was looking at like over there, like, oh, I ain't going, I ain't going over there. No, nah, fact. It's spooky over there. I'm good. Hundred percent. Yeah. So seeing that allowed me to, and having you confront and be like, "Yo, you got to deal with that. You can't just leave that there. You got to deal with it. Like problems. You got to go confront it." I mean, like it's been a lot of, a lot has been definitely guiding, orchestrating, and putting these things in place for me to be able to be like, "Oh yeah, like I just start." Not like not like facts. We gotta just deal with it. Gotta deal with it. Confronting the spiritual warfare that we're in. And on that note, I'm gonna open up a prayer. Mm-hmm. Start us off on the right foot. Position of prayer. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the most merciful, all praise is due to Allah, the Lord of the worlds. The beneficent, the most merciful, and master of the day of judgment, the alone do we serve. The alone do we beseech for divine aid. Guide us on the right path, the path upon whom thou hast bestowed favors, not upon whom thy wrath has been brought down, nor upon those who go astray. Amin. Amin. We're both skating around the issue. I'm debating whether we should talk about it or call attention to it or just move on. And I think for the same reason as like when you're dealing with these topics of we'll call the other side is you don't want to give more life to it than it warrants. You know uh, yeah, saying? I mean, but I think we got to shine a light on it to to whatever capacity because it's real and, it's and we're real. not the only ones who are dealing with it. And that's ultimately what Allah brought to me today, that this is something that my family is dealing with overall, some, some that my, my friends are dealing with, something that many of us are probably dealing with and not realize we're dealing with. My family has been, this is like on the side of the family I come from, my mother's side, we all deal with this type of energy. This is, and it manifests physically as mental health issues. I was about to say the same thing. It's men- my family. Mental health, but mental health issues are spiritual conflicts manifesting in physical reality. 100%. And that's, that's not something that 
you know, any psychiatrist or any psych med is going to confront or address. So the fact that I've dealt with it, that you're dealing with it is like we're, we're a lot showing us we're on a certain level of existence where we have to confront these issues. So what happened was is, uh, I guess I'll talk about it, right? I mean, as well. I mean, so about a month ago, um, I, I was, there's watermelons in my vehicle and I came home during midday and noticed that there was a watermelon in my driveway and I didn't think much of it. I thought maybe I left the trunk. I didn't think of it mm-hmm. at all. I was just like, okay, cool. There's a watermelon in my driveway, even though I knew it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't even been like someone tried to get it. I didn't think about it at all. I just, whatever. You just, pick, you just suppressed it. I suppressed it and I gave the watermelon to my neighbor, Elaine, to make some juice for us, mm-hmm. which I, I, I tell you, I drank that juice too. Mm-hmm. It was good, delicious. <laughs> so, um, so gave that half the watermelon to Elaine, Miss Boyd. Then, um, the next, the fall, uh, the following day, I noted, I found the other pair, the other half of the watermelon inside the, more inside of the garage, next to a piece of cardboard, next to a pair of shoes. That were not mine. That are not mine and were not mine. Um, when again, but once again, I didn't think much of it. But, but even though clearly this was someone doing this. Yes. This was placed there. It's placed there. All three of them. Some, someone placed the shoes there. Someone placed the watermelon in the driveway and in the garage. And, hmm. but once again, I didn't do anything about it. I was like, eh, whatever. Watermelon here. I'll pick up this piece. That piece I may have threw away because it was the next day. I didn't mm-hmm. give it to Elaine to make juice. So the following day, I am driving my car to my nutritionist, my doctor, and I park and open up the trunk for something and where I had watermelons in. And I notice in the trunk where someone took a watermelon, there was a bloody T-shirt a cream-colored bloody T-shirt. And at that point, that's when the spidey sense went off and was like, okay, something's now going on here. It was in your trunk, bro? It was in my trunk, bro. It was on top of the watermelons. So ain't no, so there was blood on the watermelons. Mm, blood on the shirt. But Not, I'm saying you said it was on top of the watermelons. <laughs> yeah, it was on top of the watermelons. So there might have been blood on top of the watermelons. There might have been blood on top of the watermelons. Now, to be fair, I didn't look. Because I just took the shirt and I was just like, all right, I'll, I left the shirt in the parking lot. And that's when I was like, all right, I got to somewhat do something about this. Um, talk to Imani. Um, but that was pretty much it. Whatever. Then I, I go back home to go look at the shoes. And that's when I, I noticed that there appeared to be blood on the shoes as well, which just so happens to believe to be where they were, were placed right below in the garage, right below where we're sitting right now, quite mm-hmm. literally right below where we're sitting in the garage. Um, but I didn't... Actually, I take the back. It's a little bit over there. Yeah, so, yeah it's like a little bit over there. So not right directly. But still... Under us. R- r- yes. Under us. Um, but I left the shoes... It's about two, probably two weeks, two or three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I didn't touch the shoes. I was like, I ain't touching those shoes. Mm-hmm. So I left them there. And they've been there ever since tonight. When I told you what has happened, and soon as I told you what happened, you realize you told me immediately, we got to burn them shoes. 
after you went to go see the shoes, first of all, I showed you the shoes, and then you pointed out to me that there was blood on the shoes. And I had noticed it, but I, I suppressed it. I didn't actually confront it. I'd be like, that's probably blood, but I'm not going to think about it because I, I don't want to go anywhere near those shoes. I never touched the shoes. Mm-hmm. Never touched the shoes. Um, and then once I showed you the shoes tonight and you saw the blood, you were like, all right, bro, this is, this is witchcraft. We got to do something about this. Then we did. So we burned those shoes before we started this podcast, and now everything feels fantastic. And the Lord said, amen. Amen, bro. <laughs> it's real, bro. This is real. This is real. And it's... You know, like, wow, it was brought to the, the spiritual witchcraft was brought to my attention from my sister, yeah. who said that... There's a possibility that somebody's doing witchcraft against us as a family. Your sister said that? Yeah. Okay. And that she needs to, you know, like, what do I think about it? And that is it okay for her, like, to tap into, like, learning more about it and seeing how, you know, if 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 there's something that affects us, that should she look into it more? And because yeah. um, I've been talking to my sister about the more science and she's been saying she wants to. No, learn about the more science. Yeah. And she wants to get more structured because she hasn't been, you know, rooted in anything. I feel you. She's just been, you know, tapping into different spiritual things, um, but hasn't been really rooted in anything. And, you know, I'm not the most perfect more on the planet, but I'm still rooted in that. I yeah. still listen, I, you know, I read my Quran. Yeah. I, you know, I, I'm still rooted in this is my, this is my, uh, my dip, my, my, my discipline. And I'm working in my walk. Yeah. Um, but she brought up, you know, that my cousin had told her, like, hey, you know, it's real. Like, somebody was doing that at my cousin. And that we need to be really mindful of, like, because me and you talk about it, bro. Yeah, we talk about it. But not really being mindful nah. of, like. Mindful and tactical and um, preventative. Yeah. Taking the precautions to actually deal with that. And really looking at it. Like, really, like, um, assessing, like, is there witchcraft? Like, we, oh, yeah, but, like, really confronting it. Confronting it. That there is forces at play who are trying to do metaphysical acts um, Actively trying to rid us from this physical reality. Mm -hmm. Let's be clear. They want to. They want us dead, uh, uh, and hey. the only reason we're not dead is because of Allah. That's long. Period. Like He's the one staying connected to Him. It's like He He per, He allows you the luxury of not having to deal with the shit, That's not long. having to look at it. You he, know what he gives it's, you the grace. He gives you the grace. But eventually, like, he's like, "Hey, nigga, them, them bloody shoes are still there, nigga." Yeah, they're still there, and <laughs> you you can't just leave them there. For your son to go find them and ask you, Dad, why are there shoes in the garage? Whose shoes are these? Mm. And now, now, now that I think about it, it's kind of eerie, like how my son said it. He's kind of like, Dad, why is there shoes down there? Whose shoes down there? I'm like, eh, whatever. Name, name mine. I'm sure he, you know, he he felt he felt something. He felt it. Yeah. And even like I, when you said it, I was like, this just felt eerie, bro. If it, it's eerie, bro. But I've been in an eerie energy. Yeah. Talking to my sister today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I've been watching, like I was saying, I'm watching this show called Changeling, which is an eerie show. But it's been helping. It's like these different things help to confront the eeriness. Yeah. And look at witchcraft, 
from what it is. As a th- it's a thing. And that and see it's seen the progression of witchcraft. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's really one thing I really got from the show that a lot of people don't have clear boundaries of like because a part of it is like that you're not rooted in anything. Yeah, that's real. Right? Yeah. And you don't have any clear Hey, this is a line I shouldn't cross. This yeah. is a line I'm not gonna this long I'm not gonna cross. Yeah. I'm not afraid, like, you know, I'm not afraid of meta- metaphysics. Yeah. I'm not afraid of spirituality. I'm not afraid of different alternate forms of spirituality. I'm not afraid of none of that stuff. But I also know like what I there's certain things I don't do anymore. Yeah, I think. You know, like, like I what specifically do you like do? um I don't really do too Speak many. Latin. Nah, I don't really do too many like full moon rituals oh, or new oh, moon rituals. I feel you. Right, I might still tap in. I might still, you yeah, know, what I'm saying. I feel you. But I, there was a time where I would really connect and really do like a full ritual with the full moon. Oh, you know what I'm saying. Oh. Um, not, not, not anymore. I understand. But I'm still tapped in with the full moon. Yeah, it's just more so like my my boundaries. I feel you. You know what I'm saying. Um. And just things like that. Like, I still tap in with my gemstones and everything, but yeah, it's still yeah. boundaries of, like, how much I tap in with them and how much I put my energy into gemstones. Be, because, there, you know, once you go to full moon, nature, paganism, gemstones, it's like it's a very slippery slope. To it's, just, it's, it's a cult to the occult. But like we were talking about earlier, for me, also, that goes back to, like, my eating habits and my, I don't, I'm also not the superest vegan no more. No, that's true. Because it's a slippery slope with that as well. Yeah. I've seen the slippery slope of of the... I've watched veganisms turn into a cult. Veganism and zealot. It turns into zealotry. (laughs) Exactly. It's it's like any religion. You have your people who use it to better their life, and then you have the zealots who use it to bang on Mm -hmm. the people, bro. Mm -hmm. That's any, any organized body with some sort of... Uh, congealed belief system, mm-hmm. and and the same with the comedic science. Facts, bro. it can become zealot, and the same with the zodiac. Yeah, to fact. me, like it's more practical use. How does apply to my life? Exactly. How can I utilize information knowledge to bend, to make me a better person? That's right. As opposed to like my brother told me, and that's something that's really stuck me. My brother said I used to be pretentious. Yeah, you know, and I and he never he didn't tell me that at the time, but he told me that this year that I used to be pretentious you're, when I was. You're obnoxious. Bro. Yeah, and and it really sat with me because at first it was like, nigga, no, I wasn't, nigga. Yeah, you, How dare you, nigga? Yeah. But then it was like, well, nigga, yes, you were, bro. Yeah. And it was a pretend. <laughs> it was just like I'm better than you. I eat better than you. Yeah. It's that simple. But he also said it helped him to be like, to be like, hey, just because somebody somebody shining their light brighter doesn't dim your light. So yeah. it was a two way thing of yeah, like, I, I helped him become more confident and more boisterous and speak up for himself more because I would just speak up for myself. I see. And he'd be like, yo, you just. You have your knowledge, and you're not afraid to say, "Look at my knowledge," but it could be pretentious. But at the same time, it doesn't mean that you were trying to. I wasn't trying to put nobody else down. I always wanted to use my knowledge and information to better everybody else around me because mm-hmm. I care. So my even with the being vegan or whatever, I care. I want my family to be healthy. So yeah, I, sometimes I, I would get at them a little bit, but it's because I actually want. I love. My, I love y'all. So you know, it was like a give and take. Um, yeah. Thing. And and I'm still, I'm still very much 
communicating, we got to be healthier, even to myself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, no, absolutely. You know? And in regard to, um, go back to, you know, this dealing with the occult and the attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the reasons why it was so easy for me not to go there and just like not look at the shoes for and look at what was happening in my life, because the last time I really had to confront this type of energy, I ended up in the hospital. I feel you. You feel me? I feel you. So it's very triggering. Yeah. Like, nah, like, I'm, I'm, not, go- I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not going there again. Hell no. I ain't going there again. Last time I was doing that, I was chasing wizards around my mm-hmm. house, bro. I ain't going there again. I feel you. Know? And then how I would, in how, you know, when I was going through that stuff, you know, because my mom's no stranger to this energy and she deals with, but her approach is like, no, we ain't. We don't talk to them devils, bro. Mm-hmm. We ain't talk. We ain't give Satan no mind. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And it's a good. It's a good approach. But when you, I think, what we're what's happening is we made the conscious decision to engage in spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. You can't go on the battlefield and not fight and not do the things required to advance. I mean, they, they say you you don't we don't wrestle with flesh and blood. We wrestle with and principalities, bro. And, and we're actively in spiritual wickedness and hacking. Legislation. Let's be clear. Yeah. Legislation is principalities. Facts. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> Advocacy is principalities. That's right, bro. Fundraising, campaigning. These are these are intangible metaphysical ideas that we are pulling into, into reality. Into physical reality. Yes. That have ramifications spiritually. Yes. 100%. So the principalities are spiritually, and this 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 physical reality is a reflection of the spiritual world and those actual spiritual principalities of darkness, like the Roman Empire, etc. Those things. So we live we live in the reflection of that, but the spiritual world, which you can access in the dream world. Is just that. So when we engage, m- we engage in the material world, and such as campaigns like mm-hmm. the one we're currently in now, mm-hmm. feed your hood. Mm-hmm. And when feed we your hood. feed your hood, bro, feed your hood. And we when we engage in legislation and institutional change that changes the physical material condition of men, that then has ramifications of allowing them to tap into their spiritual power and come into that power. It's gonna have a, a heavy effect on the other side. Simultaneously, at the same time, both at the same time, at the same time, we are actively trying to deconstruct a food desert. Absolutely, and creating creating an oasis. That's correct. Within the food desert, within the it, just turning it completely on its head, is turning food deserts into o- agricultural oases, bro. Agricultural oases, and it can be done. It's going to be I, done, and I we're going to make because all that is required to do this is land and autonomy. As long that is it is to turn it. the land can grow anything. Compton is a agricultural zone. Definitely has a beautiful soil. This is California at a Mediterranean climate. We can turn this whole Southland into an agricultural oasis, and we can turn our spaces first. All that is required is changing mindsets mm-hmm. and channeling resources. That's and, it. And that's that's my that's, really that's my goal with this TED talk that I'm doing. I understand. So just drop this seed and when is it? When is it? October seventh. Okay. It's coming up in less than I just want to change some mindsets. Introduce urban agroecology. That's right. Introduce this introduce what it is that we're doing, this idea, this principality of what it is that we're doing to the nation. To the nation. Exactly. And with that, it's there's gonna be people that are like, oh, that's of all colors, they're like, oh, that's really cool. And there's gonna be Satan's like, no, you're not. I'm going to kill you. 
and and <laughs> I, I'm going to do everything in my power to stop you. And we're at that point where they're throwing everything in their path. 100%. And I feel it. 100%. And I feel it. And I told you, I'm not sure if you remember this, but I told you about the dream where, like, I was literally at my house and there was a sniper watching me just in the, in the, the, the laser was on me at all times. Hmm. That was a dream. It was like, a, it was like, we are watching you. And if you step outside of anywhere, do step outside of your post, you're going to get killed, man. And that's what, that's what I feel right now. And so I'm, that's what faith is for. So I don't have to worry about that, but I'm also mindful of who I have around me, whether, cause I may have my shit together, but the, my circle may not. Mm -hmm. And so when my circle has uh, chinks in its armor, I'm exposed. So all of us in this circle have to be mindful of what we're up against. So because when you make a stake, you're opening up me for attack. Mm -hmm. and, and I got that. That's not okay because I got children. I got th I got things I got to do. I, I got I got a kingdom to build, bro. I, I can't I can't afford for you to make mistakes because of this. I can't afford for you to make mistakes because the stakes are so fucking high the right stakes now. Stakes are high. The stakes are life and death right now, which I enjoy because I I like the thrill. Mm -hmm. I like the fight. Like mm -hmm. I'll be signed up for this. We signed up for Satan. We signed up for prophecy. So this is what comes with it. And he doesn't ever attack you head on. Like, hey, I'm the boogeyman. I'm Satan. I'm going to get you. He attacks you like what we see. Now, all of a sudden, there's bloody shoes and bloody shirts in my car. I have no idea how they got there. And all of a sudden, after this happened, I felt sloggy, cloudy, and weak, similar how I felt after I got out of the hospital. So mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm being attacked. And the, the, the attack was so severe that I didn't want to do anything about it because what these attacks do is affect how you feel about shit. That's how deep it is. So all of a sudden, you feel like doing the stuff you, that you don't need to do and shouldn't be doing, and you don't want to do the stuff that you should be doing, like burning bloody shoes that someone left in your fucking garage. Set, set like you said, that's set, man. Crap done. That's set, set, is, set is, set is, I'm going to do the things I know mm -hmm. I shouldn't do because I want to do them, and I'm not going to do the things I know I need to do because right. I don't want to do them. Yep, because I don't want to do them. But I need to do them. Yeah, and that's 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 and I think like you said, the the part of the witchcraft is to slowly a a fight that Haru slowly fight slowly. that willpower that says I need to overcome this shit. That's right. And I and as opposed to just succumbing yeah. to the shit. That's right. And that's what witchcraft does. That's what it does. It, it attacks your, your, your haru, your willpower, yeah. to where you don't want to do any of the things that you have to do to go to the next level. And people ultimately, how it gets them is most people succumb to witchcraft themselves. Mm -hmm. Like you were saying, as opposed to trusting Allah yeah. and, and, and like having some type of structure some type of rooting and grounding in the will of Allah and the path of Allah. Yeah. They want to tap into trying to bend to and, bend. and manipulate nature. Physical reality. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. It's yeah. clear. That's all it is. And what you, what you can do, you that's do. also part of Haru, but there's also Haru is the son of Alsir. Fact. Which we're striving to, yeah, we have the power to bend certain rules, but it's because we're striving to become kings and striving to become like God. Yeah. 
right? Mm-hmm. As opposed to, I don't want to deal with the weight of trusting and trying to become like God. Yeah. So I'm going to just try to bend these rules to cut the corners. To cut the corners to take shortcuts. Yeah. And what I have learned just through listening and paying attention is, and just watching the effects of these attacks on me and the consequences for the, the, the sender is all that has a cost. 100%. You got to pay for that. And what happens is the people who do this end up, it's never worth the cost. You, like I said, you succumb to witchcraft. Yeah, you become, and then all of a sudden now, oh, now you're a crazy, now you're crazy. Now, now all the things that you put in play to get, you're too crazy to actually handle and confront. Now you either, yeah, you, you know? become most, if not, sometimes you become removed from society. Exactly. So it's like you did all this witchcraft to get get this boy. But now the boy, because you, now he wants you, but you're too crazy to even look him in the eye. And you can't even take it because you, the cost of that level of engagement, the cost of partaking in that, in that craft costs you your own sanity. And that's the cost of it. And I've seen just with people doing it on me and me being very blatant with it back in, when I was going through my thing. And I'm like, and a lot told me, he's like, bro, just take it. It's just like a, like a physical attack. It's like, you're going to get over it. Mm-hmm. And then you see it come way back around and hit them twice as hard. Mm-hmm. Because what comes around, go what goes around comes back around with momentum this mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Are you tired of being in a pandemic with no access to a black grocer? Are you prepared to live in a world where you need vaccine proof to buy food? This is where we come to the rescue. Hi. I'm Adam X, owner and operator of OGMFG.com, Southern California's premier black bulk food distributor and mobile nursery, now shipping nationally. We are your source for the bulk navy beans, lentils, and rice we should all have safely stored in our homes in this hour. We are also, hands down, the home of the best bean pie the West Coast has to offer. Family owned and operated out of Los Angeles since 2018, we are your answer to where is my black grocery store. With a strong connection with Southern California black farmers, we are prepared to serve you nationally. That's OGMFG.com, which stands for Original Manufacturing. Why? Because we're building the future. OGMFG.com, your source for black bulk foods. So you're going to catch that smoke. So your best bet is Allah. You know what I'm saying? That's all all it comes down to. It's like, okay, well, you could, you have options. You could, you can bend, you could do the rules, but what goes around comes about with momentum. And so what, at the end of the day, the mathematics, it never, it's never going to line up in your favor. Allah is always the most beneficial Mm -hmm. at all times. Mm -hmm. That's what faith is. You're just knowing that I could take shortcuts. I could partake in these bending of material reality, mm-hmm. witchcraft, or I could just trust Allah and put my faith in Allah mm-hmm. and then listen to his signals and do what needs to get done to confront the attacks. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, trust Allah and don't try to take it your way. And yeah. that's what he's telling me. And do his miracles on his behalf. Facts. And have be a conduit for his miracles and also not, not allow your ego to drag you to your own solution and and utilize your faith for mm-hmm. him to give you the solution through his through his blessing and through his uh through his own vehicle mm. that's what it is it's like you you think you can do it your way quicker mm-hmm. but allah's like that's not the plan bro but you got it yeah you know it made me think about um the story of moses um when i was listening to 
Jordan Peterson, he had like this whole Bible conversation yeah, talk. Yeah. So I was it's like bars, listening. Right? It, it was like a him and like a it was like a round table of people talking about the the Exodus and what I really got from it was like even how we feel about Tomary Egypt, Kim, et cetera, et cetera. That story was about Pharaoh, who is the personification of God. And he has the highest, biggest ego. Yeah. His will be done. I'm God. I'm king. Mm-hmm. Versus Moses, who is simply saying, I'm going to do what God has called me to do. And this is God's going to show you, Moses. God's going to harden you. Not God's going to show you, Pharaoh. Like let let like let God's will be done. Mm-hmm. And that battle isn't Moses versus Pharaoh. That battle is Pharaoh's ego versus God's will. Facts. That's real, right? And yeah. that's a constant thing because even when we get in these positions of leadership and power where we do have these inflated egos, we can think that I can actually, I can overcome God's will. I can beat God's will. Yeah. And ultimately, what, what, like the story where God was like, all right, I got you. Matter of fact, I'm going to harden your heart. I'm going to make, I'm going to show you. I'm going to make it. I'm I'm willing to go, nigga, we're going to go 10 rounds, nigga. Like, oh, where are you in the battle? As opposed to just... Letting my people go and go and watch your day, and and you, and you still have Egypt, nigga. You feel me? Yeah, you, for real. You still gonna be the king of Egypt, for and real. you gonna let these slaves go? Boom, easy call. Nah, you want art, nigga? Well, guess what? I'll make it harder and harder and harder and harder and harder. So by the time that you finally let my people go, you gonna lose everything. Everything, nigga. bro. You gonna lose your son. You gonna lose. You gonna fuck up Egypt. You gonna fuck up your economy. Facts. You gonna fuck this whole thing up. Facts, bro. Absolutely. Just because you didn't want to do the shit that I told you that, that you should have did. Because it, it didn't come the way it's, it's, you felt like it should have come or That's because right. it didn't look like the way you should have looked or because this nigga that you think shouldn't be telling you this shit. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, that's real. Like, even in these levels, we can't, like, it got to be, that's that's the witchcraft. You feel me? Like, you. it'll make you feel like, oh, nigga, like, I don't have to depend and rely and trust and lean on Allah. Yeah. I can get this shit going and move, get this shit moving and Allah gonna yeah. just, he gonna, he gonna support. No, nigga. No. Like, Allah not gonna support you. <laughs> you your gotta ego. be counting. Yeah. yeah. He's not gonna support your ego. He's not. Doing some fuck shit. He's not. Nah. He, he, he can facilitate his works that will definitely make have moments of an ego boost, but that ego has to be rooted in a lot. Facts. Not rooted in your own works because them come and them go. That's right. You know what I'm saying? A lot will, the, the nigga will, he, all right, you got it, bro. You Let's go. It. You got it, bro. I can go, I can do this all day. Uh-huh. And he can. All right. And he can. And he will. I can. All right, nigga. I'll fuck around. All right, bro. You want it like this? Turn the oh, turn the turn the now red nigga blood now. Well, I nigga, all right, cool. Like fly, nigga. Like we could do this, or you could just let him go. Submit and and, and make this pivot and, and sacrifice. Facts, bro. You feel me? But I'm glad you brought that up because that's just like that's a position that America's in. Let's get the memo. It's like you know, leave us alone. Give us give us some land. Hmm. But you know, you want to do it. Okay, you want to do it your way. You want to vaccinate the planet. You want to do all this bullshit mm-hmm. to maintain control. The thing about Satan is he 
He know who Allah is. He know who Allah is. He know who Allah is. Very clear. He mm-hmm. knows who Allah is, bro. But you still, you are so arrogant to the point where you know his power and know what he's done and still going to do everything in your power to try to win, bro. Man. Try to win. You really going to try to vaccinate the planet to have us all in this matrix-like existence that sucks for you, too. You know what I'm saying? It's not even a pleasant existence. So you're going to make everything sucky for everybody and then lose again and still lose, bro. You're still going to lose. You're still going to lose. You're still going to lose. The only thing you're doing is amplifying your destruction. And, you, and you're still going to do it. And I had this dream that I was in the, in the same room as Bill Gates and like Bezos and like Satan. Mm-hmm. Them. Like they, know who it is. they know what it is, but they're never going to come out and say it. And they're never going to give us our, they're not going to give us what Allah is demanding of them to give the chosen people. And they were like, we was in the same room and they was having that talk and I was there. And the whole time that they was on was like, they didn't want to look at me because they know who I am. Mm-hmm. And me being in the same room, is just like, it ruined their party because like, no matter how much wealth you get in your world, no matter how, how powerful you think you are. You're still a devil and never and you'll never be God. Mm. And I'm with Allah. So what does that say about me relative? You ain't shit. And you think I'm a nigga. Mm. But this nigga is with Allah, bro. And that's our entire people. So th- seeing that and actually like being able to see it physically on their face and their their psychology of how they operate, they operate from resentment and spite mm-hmm. and ultimately envy. Because no matter how rich you are. You're going to be a devil, bro. Period. And you'll never be God. You'll never be the creator. You'll never harness that power. Mm. So, but knowing that and then operating with that truth is, um, you know, it, it, it's, that's what backs my faith. It's just knowing that, knowing, knowing who we're backed by. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Yeah. At all times. At all times. At all times. It's the Green Lantern to me, man. And like I, I know where my power. real power, I know where my power is. I yeah. know I know who's really got the power. Yeah. I know what empowers me to do these things. Yeah. And I know that these things that I'm only doing are only a fraction of what is to come. Yeah. And it's only a fraction of what we can collectively do because I know where where our power comes from. That's right. Yeah. And I'm realizing that as long as we operate in full faith and speak the truth, there's nothing to fear. You know, it may shake, make shake the environment up a little bit, but at the end of the day, the truth is a truth and the truth is a rock. And any falsehood that will get hurled at us, as long as we stand in the truth, we're going to, we're going to, it's going to be crumpled like a, like broken marble Hmm. on a, on diamond head. You know Hmm. what I mean? And, you have to know and operate like that and speak upon truth and not your ego, but just upon Allah mm-hmm. and you'll be good. And where we are is like we, we're, so, we're, we're so ahead in the battlefield that we started off on level 10, bro. Three years ago, we started off on level 10. And then now, now the world is like starting to see, oh, oh, this is real. So we can't look back to the world and be like, oh, hey. No, it's like, nope. What's the next step? I yeah, like, I like what, what's up. In fact, man, I no, was I was really <laughs> for, what's, what's I was really thing? having that thought. Like, yeah, the things that are happening now are things that we put in place 
years three years, years ago. ago three years ago so we have to continue Two years ago. to put more things in, in place play. for the future exactly and catch up to those things that's right like we can't be like all right yeah we accomplished these things and like nah the day like you know i definitely gonna let people always do my reminder of like and you i see the future yeah but i also know I can't ease up on that. No. I have to keep seeing the future. Absolutely. I have to keep creating and keep being okay with the things that I'm doing right now or else Satan aren't will... going to make sense until three years from now. Satan will catch up with you. hundred percent. He will catch up with you. And so if you're not consistently progressing on the battlefield, your flank will get exposed and you will be get caught up in Satan's uh, trap. So we have to keep looking forward. The thing about what I like about, you know, what I was coaching jujitsu is you you don't watch your work. Hmm. You do something good to uh, to take somebody down or a, a good piece of work on the on the um, on the canvas or the mat. You can't watch it because mm. as soon as you watch it, take the time to admire what you just did. You're gonna get got. Hmm. So that's like that's the temptation right now for us to be like, oh damn, look what we did. But like, no, we have to forward tunnel vision. Which, which I think forward. we have a clear. Um, campaign which, which is, is hey this is y'all yeah we okay. yeah the lines at Lamert park are great yeah all the support is great yeah all of the advocacy is great but this is the next this, this is, is the it. next thing let's make let's let's this is what we want to pull down this is it this is where we're channeling this energy and this this is the feed your hood campaign yeah and this is this is the opportunity to really align and channel the energy of all that we've generated these past years into a, a full-fledged spearhead campaign for solving the problem of the urban ghetto food desert yeah and for me after that after we accomplish this next goal i'm i'm, I'm ready for the restaurant mm -hmm. i feel you bro and then after we accomplish that who knows I'm ready for a dish. I'm ready for a fleet of electric distribution trucks. Bro. You feel me? No, I feel. And wow. I'm I'm starting to see it. A lot starting to give me that path. And the more work we put in, the more we serve. He's like, okay, this is the next move. And y'all better listen because you cannot at this point. You can't play Armageddon and not play Armageddon, bro. It's like you got to keep going, or you're gonna you're gonna get taken from material reality. And then once you get taken from materiality, you're gonna you haven't built the kingdom spiritually, so you're gonna have to wait to get another body. This is not this we gotta get it done now. I understand. <laughs> I understand. It's not as easy and dying going to heaven. We haven't built that spiritual we haven't built rebuilt that spiritual principality yet. No. So we're gonna die and go into this next level that he still runs and it's just maybe hop back into the body mm -hmm. that we haven't prepared properly because our children haven't been raised with our psychologies completely so that is once you start understanding that logic you really start you take advantage of the time that we're given right because this time that we're given we have to utilize to our extent to put things in place for future generations which is us 100 <laughs> percent. so once you start realizing that future generations is you whenever we decide to come back down here and play the game yep at another and better level, you know. So where, ideally, then, the highest level of nepotism. Yes, for real. No, just you. <laughs> you put you you putting you on in, in the next in the next life mm. in the next life in the next life to where you're 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 the goal is to be building heaven. So when you jump back, it's like okay, cool. Now we have everything taken care of physically. Now we can just focus on spiritual spiritual stuff. You know, and that's my, that's kind of like my vision of God. It's like, yeah, like there's no, 
overpopulation or food shortages. There's just misallocation of resources and lack of knowledge. Man. Right? Facts. Certainly bro. clear. So, That's it. So, That's it. Like the fact that their starvation is real is just showing that, yeah, there are people. I'm like, you have like a micro garden right here. Right here. And that's probably enough space to feed the whole apartment. Yeah, for real. Man, that's just from a little, little, a little, little plot of land. Yeah. yeah. And I already, my people are already, or my neighbors are already pick my herbs and like it's, it's, I do feed and it's, I do it for fun. You know what I mean? I don't do it for survival. I do it because I, I enjoy it. But if everyone had this, if everyone knew how to grow food, but it, get, 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 what? It's over. I mean, that's why they remove us from it. Exactly. Because this would destabilize. It, it would flip the whole economy on its head. On its because it's not only about growing the food. It's the whole concept of an economy. An economy. The whole concept of... A consumption-based economy. Exactly. Where, where niggas got to buy things all Equity, the time. Stock market. Absolutely. It would all crash if people became self-efficient and autonomous. Especially if our people became oh self-efficient and autonomous. It'd be... The, the the foundation and the battery of this matrix is us. We will pull we will ex pull out and then redirect and then still be able to do business from what so we would not it's like it's like a battery. It's like our battery is in this car and this car is going this way. We could take our battery out and put it in this car. That's right. And our car can still go the same way because it's not only that once we do business together, that it's not only that we're going to be bringing our money together, but we will still be able to generate revenue on a global scale. Yeah. And people, will, we will still be able to have customers, you know, on a global scale. Yeah. So we will still generate this, if not the same amount of revenue that everybody else is generating. Yeah. You know, while still keeping that actually internal. Yeah. And have our own S&P 500. Yeah. Have our own Dow Jones. Yep. You know what I'm saying? On top of have our own commodities. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. So. And what, I think that's what we're that's what we're gunning for is just the redirect directing of our energy into something that is that powers our own energy. We, we are becoming a commodity. Yeah. Go on with that. The, the the commodity is the foundation of the stock market. I understand, and it's something that the whole world is investing into. Yeah, like the whole world is investing into the America's agriculture industry. Yes, our corn. We sell corn to the whole world. Yeah, we sell meat to the whole world. We sell soybeans to the whole world. So we are becoming our own commodity of something that is going to be invested into heavily and then redistribute it back heavily as well. That's right. And some that's a staple, some that you know year in and year out. Ain't never no like questions about corn, bro. Yeah. It's coming. Even if whatever ups and downs, corn is coming. Yeah, I see. You know what I'm saying? I see. People gonna eat meat. Yeah. People I gonna eat soybeans. I understand. People gonna eat rice. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We we are collectively turning into a staple and a commodity of like, oh, that's we know what it is. OGMG, you know what it is with them. You feel me? Not fit. It's a it's a it's a short bet. It's a it's a it's a it's a W. You already know. You already yeah. It's 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 
It's the foundation of civilization. Yeah, ain't no fail. Ain't no like, ain't no fail. <laughs> ain't no like Apple gonna fail. No, no, you know no, 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 no. There's ain't, no, there's no. Like it's just when you cover the essentials, like you, you're a commodity. Like you're not, you're. You're not going nowhere. Yeah, like, right. Ain't no, ain't no like water gonna fail. Nah. <laughs> There's never a day where people gonna stop investing in water. Nah. Oil, we'll see. Yeah. But like food, water, food and food, food, bread, wheat. The essentials, bro. Wheat, bro. Wheat is gonna be a wheat is a staple commodity. That's right. It's gonna be around forever. It's not going nowhere. Yeah. And it's subsidized. That's right. People are gonna pay just to, just just cause. Yeah. So and we're in that type of time, bro. Yeah, and we we are. We're on time. Yeah, we're, we're making time, and everything that we're doing is to get us on our own time. You know, getting us off Roman time onto our own time. And um, I think that's the, the when we talk about the principalities. You already know. For me, yeah. the zodiac, the the the, the 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 Gregorian calendar is the highest level of witchcraft. Oh yeah, me. no, it's it's yeah. And, it's all. Yeah, we are actively fighting the, against the Gregorian calendar. Yes, because we are reclaiming our time. Yeah, and f- creating our own schedules. Yes, and creating our own flow. That's right. And creating our own special days. Yep. And saying this is what we do on Sundays. That's right. This is what we do on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Everyone should own real estate. Now you can. But I'm not here to sell you a course. I tell you it's easy. The truth is you may not have the time or resources to start by yourself, but the good news is you don't have to. We have an entire team that does all the heavy lifting. We buy and find the properties. We find and manage the tenants. All you do is invest and collect passive income. You can start now, today. Go to oasis.build and see what we're doing with our portfolio and how you can start building generational wealth now. It's, it's, It's a high level, that's a principality to me, is the highest principality. It's, it's, it's time itself. And it's, of course, while we catching a lot of smoke. Because we are fighting against the Gregorian calendar. <laughs> Sunday mornings, we do what we got to do, but we also go on Lamar and feeding the people. <laughs> Sunday morning, bro. <laughs> Come on, man. We do the highest level of work on Sunday. We're flipping the we're flipping we're flipping the flow on its head, bro. We're doing the Lord's work. Work. On Sunday morning. That's power. I never thought about that. We're doing the Lord's work on Sunday morning when most of us are sleeping and being pacified at church. And we're, we're also bringing people out, too. In that part. Too. Like, we are giving people an excuse to to get up and, like, I, I see it, bro. I seen it. And What'd you say? Just a, lo- a line of people yeah. to come and give fruit, bro. All Healthy foods. <laughs> a line of people. <laughs> to get life-giving foods. A line of people in a food desert. And like happy. Like no nobody draw ain't no drama. Nah. Everybody's like excited. People are people are pulling up to help support. Yes. People are pulling up to volunteer. Mm-hmm. People are pulling up to try to jump in and be a part of the economy. That's right. People are pulling up to just, hey, support. I've seen people get Five, six watermelons, bro. For real. It's real. And then we're also talking about the farmer training program, those people. Yeah. We're talking about the, the fundraising, those people. We're talking about just the, the overall bigger visions. Yeah. The advocacy work. People want to do business with us. People want to support us. They want to support us. 
And now it's now, real, bro. It's real. And they're starting to see the big picture. And now we have a we have a campaign to really tie it all together. And in addition to have a, a consistent routine of providing life giving foods to our people. So it's um, at no point. There's no what we're bringing to the table. There's no weakness. There's no you could look at what we're doing and say, oh, that's that's dumb. Mm hmm. You know, you can call that's me. lame. Yeah, you can't. Like, nah, it's nothing can... lame. There's <laughs> nothing lame about this. No, it's really fly, bro. It's yeah. really, and that's the thing. We're doing it, and it look, it look player. It looks fly. It look bro. real player. It look fly. Too, bro. <laughs> it's fly. Because it's like, it's fly. It's fly, it's fly too, bro. bro. Let's be clear. It's fly. It's fly. it's fly. And we're able to take the industry of agriculture and make it fly. We're making eating healthy fly. Because me, you, and Imani are three. Different people, very different people, all of us with very different backgrounds and yep. different skill sets, sets and different uh, mentalities. That's right, and different communication styles, different signs, all that, all of it, very different, all of it. But the fact that we're able to get together in a joint effort to actually feed the hood, period, just focus on, you know, we're not gonna no red tape. Just like, all right, food's here. We have a route. We're gonna get the food from point A to point B and pull up, pull up. Pull up so we could do it again. Pull up so we could do it again and again and again. Pull up so we can get a truck. Pull up so and we can get a store. Pull up so we can get a and network. It's growing. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to continue to grow. We're just seeing, like you said, this is, we left the cancer flood season. Now we're just channeling the flood that we're seeing now to repeat the cycle. Yeah. And, and it's, uh, this is the new level. Like this is Virgo season. This is the new school. This new is school. the new level. New level. New levels. New devils. And we started off talking about the devil, but now we're talking about you know the the, the level and what it what it has brought to us, and how we started off from talking about it to like oh wow damn now we got to now we got to deal with all this. And a part of spring equinox is coming. Not spring equinox. Winter. A autumn. Autumn equinox. Oh okay. Is coming, and one of the main things to do was clean up your space, bro. So yeah, it's imperative. You know. Yeah. I spent what last Sunday cleaning. It was a Sunday. Saturday. One day, Saturday or Friday, just cleaned up my space, man. Yeah. Threw a lot of stuff in the trash. Good. I did a deep sage. Um. So, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's needed, bro. Yeah. It's needed to just clean, just take a thorough assessment of what is dead weight. And I think that's why I feel a lot lighter because I think I got rid of some, like, some things that might have been witchcraft as well, I bro. feel you. You know? Yeah. Things that I might have been, things that I... Saw were making my space dirty and messy. Yeah, that I never just confronted. I feel you. And some of that stuff that was lingering from last year. I feel you, lingering bro. from me leaving where I was living and then going back to an old familiar space. Yeah, but still bringing some of the trauma and the triggers from that into back and back to my older space, and then never really resolving. Some of those things, and I look up and it's September, and there's still certain things I haven't addressed that I brought back to me from January. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's not, it's not. It was today wasn't like a. It was like a nah, I'm with you, bro. Some of this shit that is just sitting there. Yeah, and it's like, why is that shit just sitting? Why there? is it just sitting there, bro? And it's been sitting there for a while. We, yeah, I, mean, I had some stuff that was just sitting there. I have some books and just yeah. things that were just sitting there 
for, for some months, man. I feel you, bro. That I had to just throw, I, had to, I just threw away a lot of stuff. Okay. Put a lot of, like, just threw stuff in the trash, I feel bro. That. I, I feel I feel my that trash up. I feel that. Just I stuff feel that's it, lingering. I'm even looking at it. I'm like, oh, I feel it. Because I'm always moving. I'm always here. I'm there. I'm doing this. For I'm real? here. I'm there. I'm, I'm back at the house. I'm over here with her. I'm doing this over here. I'm traveling. And then it's like, nah, bro. Look at your look at your actual space. I feel you. Your space isn't isn't right because it's some witchcraft. Yeah, it's man. some it's some things that's like, how did that get here? How did that get here? No, for real. <laughs> I'm with you, bro. Some something like, oh, I know how I got here, but I don't want to. I don't want to. I, I know what it is. I know how I got here, and I know it's I know it's pulling me down, but I don't want to. I don't want to. Deal with the pain of throwing that in the trash. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to deal with the pain of letting that go. Yeah. I feel you, bro. Yeah, one of the things that um, when you first came into my space, you said something about bills around the house being spells. And that hit me. <laughs> no, facts. That hit me, bro. I got that from Brother Eli. I ain't going to cap. Yeah. He, he put me on in that. Yeah. About like like the, the post office is the most powerful entity in the country. Because they know how to drown you with words. They know how to they know how to drown you and destroy your vibration. Yeah. Because they'll just keep sending stuff. You just keep getting all these spells, all these words, these letters, these words, these words, and yeah. words, and you got envelopes of words. And that just I and I did I ain't gonna lie, I threw away a lot of like old just bills. Just, just took them yeah, and just man. ripped them up. Because like I I know I gotta pay that bill, but I don't need to just have it sitting here. No, that's I'll real. pay the bill. I'll plan. I'll take care of my of my finances. Yeah, but I don't need to just be having all this mail, just mail, 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 stacked up mail, stacked up mail, offers and bills and yeah, offers and this and, bills and tickets and this and this yep. and that and just stacked up, stacked up. That and it fuck with your subconscious mind. It does, because it's just it's a mess. It's a mess that you that you are always aware of, and your subconscious mind is like, I gotta do something about that, but not right now. So it just facts, stacks, bro. just stacks up, and I start becoming life. I gotta do something about that, but not right now. Yeah, I gotta deal with these issues, but not right now. Yep. yep. Let me just go distract myself. Yep. Stay distracted. <laughs> yep. And then we build a whole life living in that distraction, right? And not confronting the real issues, and all of a sudden we're dead. We gotta come back and do it all again. And that's the trap. <laughs> so we got to clean this shit up because how are we gonna how are we gonna really extend to the next level without cleaning up cleaning up the prior one? I cleaned out my truck too, man. Good. My truck was getting bad. I'm not gonna lie. It was. It was my truck was getting really messy. Bro. Yeah. And I was really like, like not. Nah, it was like nah. This is not okay. Yeah. I I can't have a messy Range Rover. Nah, you can't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't, bro. But it's like that 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 daily practice of detoxing absolutely is difficult because i i'm always working bro yeah. i'm a chef and i'm a farmer and i'm a, I, I always got three pair i keep you know i get th- keep three pair of shoes in the trunk plus a plus my aprons plus my knives plus a i got emergency clothes but just like working consistently cleaning my space yeah stop what i'm doing clean the space yeah and a lot of times we make the excuse that oh I'm working too much to clean so but you have to you have to be present honestly and that's what I'm realizing it creates shame and guilt it for does. me because it's like I don't because once again I don't I don't want to pull up with a messy Range Rover I feel you, bro. <laughs> I feel you, 
You know what I'm saying? Oh, you, like, what this nigga on, bro? Like, <laughs> what you, what, nah, that's what you on? Oh, but it's like, I'm just busy. Yeah. But it's like, nigga, you're not that busy, bro. Clean your car. Clean your car, bro. You bought that with your own. Nah, man. You feel me? You bought a Range Rover and it's dirty. <laughs> You a goofy. It's goofy. It's goofy, bro. It's goofy. Clean your range over. It's goofy. <laughs> we, put, we can't be pulling up to the country club and, um, man. No, I feel you. And I, it's, a range rover and a Mercedes that are dirty. On come on, me. man. Come on, bro. I feel you. I feel you. I feel and me. I'm, it's transparent, bro, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's a public, also not a part of. I, it's funny because it's been easier to. I really was under some spiritual warfare, bro. Some witchcraft because it's been that they go hand. I clean out my space and I clean out my tent the same. I clean out my range the same day. Mm-hmm. So they both got clean. My space and my range got clean. So it's been easier to keep my range clean because my space has been clean. I feel you, bro. Yeah, I understand. Huh? Because your your space is your base. Mm-hmm. So, and that's the priority. If that's not clean, you're not going to have the motivation to clean your car. Mm. Come on, man. That's not, yeah. You sleep here. Mm-hmm. You, this is, this is, you spend most of your waking hours here, especially during your sleep. And if you don't have sleeping in a clean space, you're not, you're not going to wake up with the right spirit to be you, able to confront not. messes outside of your space. You're right? not. So one of the things that Tate says is pretty powerful. He's always about, he don't mess with, with dirty niggas, bro. <laughs> top G. Yeah, top G. He don't. He don't. He, uh, and he says, I, I can't trust a man who doesn't have a clean, orderly space. And I feel him with that, bro. That's, hey, that's real. That's real, bro. Because really? if you're operating a certain level, a certain vibration, and you have someone who's not clean or orderly, like, what does that say about it? 100%. You it's facts, bro. <sighs> Cleanliness is next to godliness. That's real, man. It's order. God, God is order and structure and, oh, and clear. Man. Yeah, now. I, and messiness is Satan because messiness is lethargic. It's confusion. It's chaos. It's confusion. It's, uh, it's confusion. Man. It's now, oppression. Yep. <laughs> So yeah. I was like, no, nah, let me just let me just clean up the space, man. Yep. Now let me keep the range. So I finally got like some wipes. I keep I just I wipe down my range before I came, man. Keep, nice. keep keep everything wiped down, clean. I got a little duster. Keep the little central, the little center thing dusted. I got a little trash bag. You know what I'm saying? Keep the keep make sure I could anything the excess throw it in the trash. Throw that trash bag in the trash. I've just been getting back and like, nah, bro. Yeah, no. This is actually very motivating to me because my my default coping mechanism for not confronting messes is I'll just go work. I'll go work out. I'll go run. I'll go train. Mm-hmm. But you got to clean. We got to clean. Clean. Right? We got to be clean. Or we got to hire or hire a mate. Uh, I, I, I do that too. Not but, you. you know, I can't. You can't just hire a mate. You got to you. You have to take some of that responsibility. Not yourself. Understand. You know what I'm saying? And I've got that self in the trap. It's like, I'm not going to clean because I have a mate. I feel you. So mm, all no. of a sudden I have a dirt, you know, now just things are just dirty and I'm like, I don't clean it because I'm paying her. Yeah, I'm going to make, shook, I'm going to make this place as dirty as possible. Yeah. <laughs> so I get my money's worth. But that's just, that's ratchet, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's ratchet. That's that's nigga. That's, that's, that's yeah. That's nigga. Straight that's up. Right? Straight up. So niggaism chapter three. Absolutely. The so I'm, I've definitely been there. I am still there. So now, now that we're having a, we're confronting the messes at this new level of school. We uh, we got to do what we got to do. <laughs> Burn bloody shoes that someone left in your driveway or left in your garage. Yes. Did that. Confront the witchcraft. Confront it. And then clean up. And then clean it up. Because you're more powerful than it, but you're not more powerful than if you allow it to linger. You give it power. 
And it, when it, it was spooky how those shoes were just kicking it there, right? But it was just, yeah, it was definitely it was like, like I, a, I definitely felt the energy. Yeah. Like I felt something off. Yeah. Like it's a token or a talisman or like a, this is some witchcraft. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is, somebody put this here, bro. Someone physically put that there. No one would wear those type of shoes in that complex. Those were, those are Nick, those were black people's shoes, right? I, I, they were, they were vans. vans. Oh, they were vans, though. So I don't know. You don't know. But there was blood on it. Well, there was blood on it, bro. Yep. <laughs> and it may have been in a strange world, accidental, and and I highly doubt it. I think it was intentional. But even if it, I'm just saying, even if it was whatever, it's still lower vibrational energy in your space. That's right. That is affecting your vibration. Facts and that how we want to slice it and dice it. And that car, that the car that that bloody shirt was, it's 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 a mess right now. And I haven't had the desire to clean it. I'm just like, eh, whatever. So now I'm like, oh, I gotta clean that car. No, I understand. It's heavy. It's, it's, it's heavy. heavy energy in there. <laughs> yeah, bloody T-shirt. Probably gotta sage it. Yeah. Good call. Oh, good call. Yeah, you're I'm right. Sage my range tomorrow. Too. I need to. I need some sage. I need to wake up and go get some sage and actually get back. And I haven't been saging my space. Plant some sage over there, man. Yeah, I should. Good call. Yeah, because I I got sage planted and it's been very helpful, bro. Nice. I'm not gonna lie, it's been very nice. helpful because I could just pluck, I could just harvest it and then let it dry out. Yeah, and then like sage. Yeah, well, I don't have to have no super in depth, but like you know, four or five good leaves. It's a good call. Is a you can get a good. A good coat, a good micro sage. Where'd you get your sage from? Um, I went to this nursery in like um, like Los Feliz. Oh, okay. Yeah, 100%. and it was like a, a California native plant. So I went to like this California native nursery. Awesome. So okay. my sage is a like California native. Okay, understand. And I got sage, um, rosemary, lemon balm. Lavender and lemongrass. And I think, you know, tapping back into this, these type of practices will help us just increase our vibration, being involved mm. and using it. It's going to make it more, it's going to offset the witchcraft, which keeps us comfortable with bloody shoes and messes. And that's because that's all lower vibrational. When you're operating a lower vibrational, you make yourself a target for spiritual attack. Mm -hmm. And making you a, making yourself a target for spiritual attack gets you off the wrong, gets you on the wrong track, right? And the track is wanting to do all the stuff that you should not be doing, you know. And then now that I'm now that we're bringing awareness to this, I'm like, oh wow, oh okay, I'm starting to have that desire. The the my my willpower is now starting to get channeled to. I need to be doing this, like just doing basic cleaning around my house, not having messes, right? 100%, bro. Yeah, and you said something very powerful not weeks ago about not lowering our standards to accompany other people who are lower frequencies. Mm -hmm. You know, we can't. No, not we as, can't. Not in, not in this position that we're in. As we, We've made ourselves the vanguard of a particular agriculture movement, so now it's like, we have the responsibility of maintaining the standards of operation. Yeah. Or else the movement would fail, and then it's on us. Because we're going to be in public, too. I can't pull up to public with a dirty range. <sighs> That's fact. You feel me? Yeah. It's going to be like, well, this, this, this the nigga who, yeah. okay. This guy. The nigga with the messy range? Yeah. 
And I'm just like, I gotta, I, I have children. I gotta make sure they're clean. Yeah. Gotta, no, bro. This no. is, we have reputations to uphold. Ah, for you know, real. You know. And it's not even about the, it's not even about, you know, the, the quote unquote optics, but more it's about like, like, like you said, it's, it's, it's a reflection. That's right. So it's not even how you perceive me, but more so about how I conduct myself. That's right. I shouldn't, I should conduct myself clean. Whether nobody sees me or a thousand people see me, yeah, I should have a clean space. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's like you said, that's where I go re- rest, recharge, and I realize why it's been difficult for me to be like, where it's been restless, because my space wasn't clean. Yeah. So, and it's been restless in driving because my truck wasn't clean. Yeah. But they go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. It's 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 not it's restless to go home and it's restless to drive away. That's right. Because they both, uh, I ain't make the time and I just made the time, bro. Yeah. I just took the day to do it. Yeah. And, I, and I'm glad I did it. Yeah. I f- it feels way better. And I then, mopped and everything. Yeah. This is this happened today? No, nah, it was just, no, I I cleaned up my space. What day was that like? Friday? Oh, so recently. Yeah, I think it was Friday. Yeah. But, but the fact that you did that allowed you to come into my space and be like, wait, bro, bloody shoes. You're just gonna leave in bloody shoes in your in your in your driveway, bro. The bloody shoes shit, wow, bro. It's, it's, but it's but it's 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 real. It's real. And that was my thing. It was like it's it sound crazy, but like nah, bro. Like stranger things have happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Heavy is had to wear the crown. Like this be if you want to engage in this type of um energy. You damn right. It's 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 some some forces out there, some people out there, some things out there. Yeah, that's that's um not happy with us, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> you know what I'm to say the least. <laughs> not at all, not at all. But even I'm not afraid, bro. Like buy no shirt. <laughs> which why we should confront. That's my point. Which yeah. is why no, we, why we, we got to confront because because. We're not afraid. Not afraid. Not afraid, bro. Yeah. So we confront, we deal, we handle, we keep it, and we keep it pushing. And we're gonna keep facing these trials. And the reason the hood is in the condition it's in because it's it's not fed. So what we are doing is providing one of many tangible solutions to just getting of finding out where healthy food is and just bringing it right to the people who need it and then drawing attention to it mm-hmm. right campaigning for it and then getting people involved in this and tying it with everything else we got going on and then showing people on both sides is like listen we have the support of the quote unquote oppressed we have support of the institution it's like what, what can you possibly say to us that's that that indicates that we're on the wrong path feed your hood feed your hood and we're going to continue to do that Close it out. Close it out, man. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the most merciful. All praise is due to Allah, the Lord of the worlds, the beneficent, the most merciful, and master of the day of judgment. Thee alone do we serve, thee alone do we beseech for divine aid. Guide us on the right path, the path upon whom thou hast bestowed favors, not upon whom thy wrath has been brought down, nor upon those who go astray. Amin. Amin. Islam. Thank you for listening to the Ascension, the Lift of God podcast. If you like this episode or are just a fan or longtime listener of this show, 
please like, subscribe, and leave comments for the show on Apple Podcasts or any other major podcast platform. This will give this podcast the clout it deserves and will ensure that the raw, unadulterated content will keep flowing. Peace.